This podcast is sponsored by FlashFilmAcademy.com. If you're into photography, filmmaking, or video production, FlashFilmAcademy.com is an online training platform designed to help you monetize your passion. There's a ton of information online to help you capture a better image, but there's only one place you need to go if your goal is to make a living doing what you love. Enroll today to get three free courses. FlashFilmAcademy.com. It's time to turn your passion into profit. Save 25% off your first course when you use promo code THAT25. That's THAT25. This is a Flash Film Media podcast. And today, we're going to talk about something that we should have talked about a little bit ago, but we're going to get on it right now. We're going to talk about why one shoot should make you money for a long time. If you're doing it wrong, you probably don't understand why. But today we're going to talk about how you should be making money off one shoot for a long, long time. All right. So that's what we're going to talk about. Stay tuned. What's going on, guys? If you're, it's your first time on this channel, first time on this network, this, this channel is about people who want to turn their passion into profit. This is about people who love their camera, who, who are creatives that want to get that bag. So we talk about the business side of the industry. And I am your host for today, Ty Turner, Black by Popular Demand. And today I want to talk to you guys about a few things. Uh, one thing is, you know, a lot of people think that in this industry, you're, the goal is to go out and get new clients over and over and over and over and over again. And that's where a lot of people fail, right? That's where a lot of people get the idea of being in business wrong. Because the truth is, it's much better, a lot easier for you to keep repeat business than it is for you to go get new business. Let me take these off so I can focus more on the screen. But the goal is to, uh, you know, is to keep using older clients over and over again. I don't mean using, but keep working with older clients over and over again, right? And one way in doing so is offering great customer service, following up with clients, growing your email list. But another way that's not really talked about, and it's something that I want to kind of touch on today, something you should be doing as you build your brand, um, and as you move forward, something that you should be doing, good looking out, uh, <laughs> wonder trust. He said, Ty, Ty reminds me of that uncle who, uh, gives you knowledge while cutting the fruit with his knife. That's right. I'm the guy on the grill giving out the gems. So, um, you know, something you want to think about and something you want to do that a lot of people are leaving on the table. This is what I want you to think about it. Now, mind you, you, your contract game got to be right to do this, right? You can't just do this. You got your contract game got to be right. Most of corporate video is two things. Most of your corporate video is going to be a talking head B roll, right? That's going to be most of it layer to music or whatever. That's a majority of what you're going to do in corporate America. And that's fine. But let's focus on that B-roll for a second. Not the talking head. Not worried about that. Let's focus on that B-roll for a second. Because that B-roll is a gold mine of things. It's just a gold mine that a lot of people don't take advantage of. That B-roll needs to be designed for stock footage websites. Right? Every time you go on the shoot and you're shooting the talking head and you got to grab B-roll, you should be grabbing B-roll for, for stock footage. Right. You should be grabbing it for stock footage because I guarantee you somebody somewhere needs that exact B-roll. Good looking out, fun film. 
shoot video instead of drywall anticipation tax. <laughs> it's going to happen sooner than you think, fun. You haven't missed a live, so it's going to happen sooner than you think. So in your so you got to be thinking like that when you create B-roll. Go look at some stock footage sites, right? Just go scroll through some of the video that they have and look at what they're shooting. And keep that in mind as you shoot for your client. Create stock footage while shooting for your client. Now, you need to have, you know, you need to have your contracts right, saying that you can use this footage to still make money off of later. If you don't have that, you can't do this. I'm just going to be real with you. It's going to be difficult to do, and you could be setting yourself up for disaster. So you want to make sure that you have that set up, right? That's most important because you could have some footage out there. You can get sued, and that client could fight you for royalties or something like that. Want to make sure you do that. That's why I usually when I go shoot somewhere, even if the client gives me permission to film there, I usually get a property release just because. Just to make sure that if we shoot a panning shot of their building and I want to use that for a stock footage site, I have property release. They've signed my contract, which states that we have the ability to to sell other clips um, to stock footage sites. How's the audio sounding good, guys? So it's something that you want to keep in mind as you work with clients. I've had shoots where I've captured, you know, a ton of stuff, made a few grand off the shoot. But the B-roll for a stock footage site may have made me an additional six, seven, nine hundred dollars over a year. So now that shoot keeps making money for me. No matter what, it keeps making money for me. That's one step and one thing you need to be doing as you grow your business, because I'm telling you, look, those things add up. You look at three, four years of shooting stock footage and uploading stock footage. You know, I have friends that are bringing in eight to nine thousand dollars a month in just stock footage. So that's on top of whatever they're doing that allows them to have a significant savers account. They can put that towards 401k. It's paying for health insurance. It's doing things like that. And they're not doing anything extra, but taking a few minutes to upload them to the site. So it's something you got to think about as you move forward. Do you give them more than one contract to sign? No, I have everything on one contract. I use Proposify, so I add different contracts to one complete contract. I, I add different contracts in my in my contract pack for into one complete contract, and then they sign it digitally online. Um, and that's kind of why I like Proposify, because it makes things simple. Um, so that's one way you should be getting money from, from a shoot over and over and over again, over and over and over again. That one shoot should... And, and, I get excited when I get shoots. Like I had a shoot at a landfill once, right? Where they wanted to show, you know, what they're doing to help combat, you know, a bunch of trash, how they're recycling and things like that. Those, those videos make a lot of money on stock footage sites. Cause how many people do you know have actual footage of a landfill? And a lot of people talk about recycling and earth and things like that. So those landfill clips make a lot of money. Like one clip did about $50 a month, which is crazy. Cause I uploaded probably about 200 of them just on that one shoot. So as I shoot in my mind, I'm creating stock footage, right? I don't even, I think about what the client want as far as B-roll and I'm, and I'm getting that, but my goal is to create stock footage. I want to create stock footage. So it's, it's, you know, it is what I'm thinking about doing. 
the whole time. And I'm getting emails. People emailing me. There we go. Okay. I know exactly what that is. Give me a second. I'll put the code on the screen. But that is that is what I'm doing as I grow the business. I am looking to capture as much B-roll as possible. I'm just capturing it there at a client location, but I'm looking to shoot just a ton of B-roll, period. And that's what you should be doing as you film for the client. That's what you should be doing. You should be there to, to create B-roll. Now, that's just one way to make money while you're there. It's just one way. There you go, because I've seen the email. Uh, Media Smith, no. So, um, Wonder Trust says he bought the contract pack. It's been very beneficial. How do you present it? Um, do I present it in person or the proposal? I I present it in the proposal. That's just me. It's a part of the proposal. So they know everything. What up, Joshua? So so they know everything. They'll get it as a part of the proposal. I put all the paperwork there. I don't want it where it's a ton of different things to sign. Remember, you want to make it as easy as possible for people to spend their money. People, people, they're not happy when, you know, they're not happy when they got to go through a lot of work and give you money, right? Great companies find a way to minimize that, right? Think about McDonald's, right? Combo meal. You don't even got to say, you don't even got to spit out three things you want. It's like, let me get a number one. Large size, here you go. You don't got to say, let me get two cheeseburgers or let me get two hamburgers with cheese. Let me get a fry with salt. Let me get a drink. You don't got to do all that. They make it as easy as possible for you to spend your money. You need to do that. Sometimes you got too many steps. Sometimes it's too much stuff, right? So when clients spend a lot of money, they got a lot of stuff they're doing, bro. They don't got time to sit there and go through everything you got. They don't want you to, you know, they're, they're, they're delegating something. They want to get all the information out, but they don't want to be bogged down and bugged with more work. Media Smith LLC, good looking out on the super chat, entering three minutes late after arriving two minutes early fun. <laughs> so it's something to think about as you move forward with your business, make it easy for them to spend money. Now, again, number one, first thing we want to do is, we want to make sure we that's the, that's going to be huge for you. I promise you, you're going to look up two years in on uploading to stock footage sites. You're going to be making three, four thousand dollars extra per month residual. So right now, during the pandemic, during what's going on, you're somewhere asleep and your bills are still being paid simply because of what you did two years ago and you kept doing it. Now, this also works for photographers. This also works for photographers. If you're doing a, a photo job, you're doing some type of photography, grab a bunch of B-roll shots or grab a bunch of shots that can be used in stock photography websites. If you have, if you're doing video or both, grab both. Why not? This is why product, uh, not product release, but um, model releases and property releases are so important. Contracts are so important. Should a person be using an NDA contract when they're doing it for free? Depends. If you don't want them to talk about what happened here, yes. If you don't want them to disclose that you're doing it for free or that you're doing it in general, you possibly can. It's up to you. NDA is just designed to protect information. So, um, you know, as far as as far as stock footage sites, there are a few. I like Adobe right now. They have a really good stock footage site that allow you to upload a lot. 
That's what I. That's where my experience is. Let me see. I like you know, as far as downloading stock footage, I like ArtGrid. ArtGrid is very tight on who they allow to use their services. Um, good stock footage sites to upload to is like video blocks. Um, let me see. Hold up, I got a list of them. Adobe right now, they're trying to be aggressive, so they're accepting a lot more. Shutterstock is great. Um, Pond5 is excellent. Stockfootage.com is excellent. So there are a few places that you can go and create accounts and upload to, but you want to be consistent with it, right? A lot of people want to, uh, you know, want to have YouTube channels and they want to instantly upload 10 videos and make money and they don't and they give up. Well, stock footage works the same way. You got to upload a lot. Once you get good and, and understand what people are looking for, you'll start to make more money and it'll start becoming consistent. If you are a beat maker, you produce music, you should be doing the same thing with your beats. You should be uploading them to sites so they can sell. Um, and, and, you know, people can use, buy stock uh, audio or royalty free audio. Black box for uploading. Black box is great because it uploads to multiple sites. They take a larger cut out of commission and it's difficult getting onto black box. So I agree with you. Black, black box is great. Um, it's just hard. You know, it's just hard getting an account. Last time I checked, I think you had to be like referred or something. So it's just weird. I don't, let me see if they, uh, I think it's like a weird members only type of deal. Oh, you know what? They're letting people sign up for free. So you can sign up for free. Yeah, you can sign up for free. So what Black Box does, what's great about Black Box is this. Let me tell you the pros of Black Box versus the cons. The pros of Black Box is you can just, you can pick an FTP site or a folder and you can just upload a ton of images, right? Then you can partner with somebody that will either edit or tag those images and then Black Box will upload them to all different sites, right? However, Black Box and whoever tagged those sites will take a portion of that commission. So in certain places, you could have been getting, you know, $20 a video. You may only get 12 Now, if you don't mind, because the hardest part is tagging and uploading it and doing all that stuff. If you don't mind keywording it, if you don't mind that, then go for it. You can just literally dump. You find a partner that's going to say, and the partner is people that's sitting there that's just making a living off tagging stuff. They're just making a living by attaching their brand to your images and videos. Not their brand, but they're making a living by doing the work for you. And and if you sell, they sell. And that's all they do. They sit back all day and they just tag in, you know, images and video and they do that all day. And they've been a did it for, you know, they've been a did it for a thousand videos. And when any of those thousand videos, the owner get a cut and you get a cut. So it, it works for them. They said you can sign up for free. Fun Film said you can sign up for free, but it doesn't mean you'll get accepted. They denied Fun Film for some reason. I can understand. I can understand why they denied you Fun Film. I'm just messing with you. Um, so, yeah, they, you know, they uh, it's it's hit or miss with Black Box. I like them. If you can get accepted, I got accepted a while back, but I wasn't using it enough because I I was so busy other places that I, I think I got my membership got like kicked out or something. I got to double check. So don't feel bad for the film. I'm on the outside looking in with you. I'm on the outside looking in with you. But stock footage, stock video, stock photos, stock music or royalty free music is another way you can get paid from. And listen, as a business owner, you need to. uh. 
you need to find these alternative methods to bring in income, right? Because these little things will grow into something big over time and it'll be a solid foundation of income. Solid foundation of income. Fun film get loved today. He's like a he's like a um he's like a level what was a level twenty five member. Yeah, yeah, fun film. They're not going to accept that. I, I don't blame them. They're not going to accept that. But it's something that you have to work into your business from day one. It's something you need to build moving forward. You need to build this this path of income because it'll grow as your business grow. You need to make it a part of your business model. Right. Number two is email campaign. Right. A lot of people think email is dead, blah, blah, blah. People still opening emails. If you are a member of Flash Film Academy, you can get some 4th of July emails. It's going to be an announcement in some of them 4th of July emails that you may want to check out. That's not not just a sale. It's something different. Something we're going to announce. Um, so email campaign is still alive. And I plan on moving to more of a text messaging campaign. It's still there. Retargeting. It's still there. A lot of people want to market to new people, but sometimes it's best that you retarget and market to people who have used your businesses and services before. So retargeting is a way you can you can kind of, you know, people want to dump a thousand dollars into your Google ad campaign. Well, you may want to put two hundred and fifty dollars of it to retarget to people who've been to your site or purchased from you. Start building those email lists. And when you build those email lists, make sure that you categorize them based off the job or service that they bought. If you got three niches, you don't want to have a niche in dog grooming and one in weddings and you're sending the wedding couple information about dog grooming and you're sending the dog grooming, you know, client information about weddings. You want to make sure, you know, you want to make sure that you have your list together. Fun films say I dish it out so I can take it tax. That's a good guy right there. That's what's up. How much traffic do you get from sending out emails? A lot, right? What does it cost to send an email? Very little, right? A MailChimp campaign starts free and it goes up where it's like $40, $50 a month. If you get one headshot client, that's $200, $150 it pays for that, right? So sometimes I send out, I use email lists, especially around holidays, um, certain reminders. Hey, it's the time of the year to get your headshots. You know, it's the time of the year to get your headshots redone, you know, things like that. Or, hey, have you looked at your headshot lately? Or, you know, I like to send out things getting ready for holidays. Who's who's covering your your uh, Christmas parties, your, your holiday parties this year? A lot of Halloween parties. We had a lot of Halloween parties last year. We had a lot of um, award ceremonies. Who's covering your award ceremonies this year? So I have emailers that go out that talk to my clients and remind them that we're still here and we want to capture and cover your event. So that's something that you can put in place um, to help bring back older clients. You definitely want to do that. You want to bring back older clients. It's five times cheaper to bring back an older client than a newer client. So what do I mean by that? What do they mean when they say it's five times cheaper, right? On average, it takes, and I'm just using this number as an easy number to do math on because I Detroit public schools. Um, let's say it costs you $25 to bring in a new client with advertising, marketing. On average, it only costs you about $5 to retarget or bring in a client who have, have done work with you, right? So that's just higher profit margins. It's just more more space to play. And it's something you need to think about as you grow your business, right? Everybody want to be a boss till it's time to talk numbers. And that's a number you need to think about as you grow your business. I need to bring in more clients. 
And sometimes those clients are clients that I've already used before or so or clients that's already used my services before. So it's something you want to do as you move forward. And it's something you got to think about, right? From day one, your first client, you need to make sure you they are saved in your database and they're saved correctly so that you can, even if you're working for free, everybody you did something for free for, if you did something for free and they shot product photography, you know for a fact they like product photography. And then in the future, if they really liked you, you run some specials, they may take you up on, on that service. So it's something that you need to focus on as you build your brand. And you'll look up and you'll have an email list of 10, 20,000 people. And life is great. Life, you know, and it works out for you. So it's something you want to you wanna definitely contemplate as you move forward with your business from day one, build that client list, build it. That's your networking list, right? Build that client list. I I send out emails often asking for referrals. Hey, do you know any other business owners that are looking to do this, that, and the other, you know, I just sent out an email campaign talking about how we can help with, with COVID and how their business is struggling with COVID. I just sent out an emailer. In fact, I usually send out a five part email for me and my clients that just cover the basis over days um, you know, for, for COVID fun film, good looking at him in the super chat again, just because too. And that's why he's an all-star. Somebody say, don't hate on DPS Renaissance. He said, I'm looking to learn from you. So it don't matter. Yeah. DP D- Detroit public schools is, you know, it, it, Hey, you know, we're going to build on it, but I blame it. Um, as a food inspector in the military, how can I use uh, this when I'm selling service to food companies? You can talk about you could talk about bad experiences versus good experiences. You can talk about the standard at which you held, you know, the food. Um, and you can talk about what people look for when they want to buy food. Your understanding of what's important and what should be displayed um, with the food is something that you can kind of talk about being a food inspector. I know a little bit about that job. I had a few friends that were food inspectors when I was in the military, but I don't know a whole lot about it. I always just picture guys looking at food on the tray or something. Somebody said fun film swimming in $5 notes. Um, thank you for enforcing this tie. This is uh Tyler kids say working on, on my CRM, listening to this. I don't want to bug my clients, but it sounds like I need to use CRM more. Yes. You know, I, man, I'm going to tell you, I was so worried about bugging clients. Right. And then I looked at my email and I got 10 messages from Best Buy in the last week. Best Buy. I got 10 messages from the company I buy shirts from Queensboro. And, and, you know, GoDaddy, if you have got anything GoDaddy, you know, they flood your email list. You still go back and buy from them. You don't get mad about it. You just don't read it if it don't apply. So emailing is something you have to do to stay relevant in the minds of your clients. And I, I'm going to tell you a little tip. I'm going to tell you a little rule, a little trick you can put in your back pocket of gym for you. If you're dealing with corporate America, good looking out CR, CRP media for the super chat. Sup fam. Um, he's a on a job right now. That's what's up. I'm going to tell you a little trick. Get your pen and papers ready, right? If if you deal with corporate America, I always send emails about 10 a.m., never at 9, never at 12. I want them to hit your inbox at 10. Why? Because 10 o'clock, by the time you get in at 8.39, you're usually going through emails, you're done. You're probably focused on work. If you get an email at 10 a.m., you probably think it's from somebody at the job and you're checking it. 
If you get it at 12, you're on the way to work. You don't care. If you get it at one, you came back from, I mean, if you get it at 12, you're on the way to lunch. You don't care. If you get it at one, you just got back from lunch. You got the itis. You're tired. You're ready to go home. You don't care. 10 o'clock between 10 and 11 is the golden time. Fun film with the splash super chat. Appreciate you, bro. Um, in the process of itemizing the proposal, what should I itemize for, for video service? I don't want to miss anything. That's kind of a long question because it depends on your niche and what all you offer, right? Itemize. I, I like to list all kinds of stuff. I like to list location fee. I like to list teleprompter. I like to list what additional hours would be. I like to list makeup. If you want to make up artists, you want, um, if you want talent or, or actors, I list a bunch of stuff on my list. I let them choose from a bunch of stuff. You want to do multiple cameras? Do you want to do, you know, drone shots? I list a lot as far as what I itemize. And then I just, you know, sometimes you get clients that will tell you my budget is low. And I started off low with bare minimum. Like if you go in a dealership right now, right? Go into a dealership and say, I got $20,000 to spend on a car, right? They're going to give you a car that's usually $30,000. They're going to give you a stripped down version for $20,000. It's going to have roll down windows, no remote. You're going to be, you're going to be unlocking the door with your key. And they're going to give you the option to add stuff and work your way up to 30,000. That's just how it works. You know, so go, go a dealership and look at some of the things they itemize. And yes, um, red based media says 10 AM based on their time zone. Yes. So if you start to pay until a little bit of the higher memberships of uh, MailChimp, it'll allow you to, to send it within their time zone. In fact, it'll start to look at when you're getting more opens, like when you're getting more clicks and more opens, and then it'll start sending your emails to that individual or group based on that time. So something to think about. Non nothing wrong with sending emails um, and using the same strategy as big businesses do. They are big businesses for a reason. So take advantage of that. Like, like text messaging is the next frontier of, I don't want to say spam email, but reaching clients, text messaging is what's next. You know, that and Facebook Messenger. So if you ever, in the future, if you ever send a message to a Facebook group or join a Facebook group that's a business, they can reach out to you via Facebook messaging with a bot that'll talk to you. Um, so Rocky says, I'm working with a company right now and they decided to write a script and I was just supposed to provide visuals. But now they're two weeks behind on the script. How do I avoid that in the future by 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 having a contract that states the time frame, states the workflow? Um, and it has to have penalties of what happens if we don't meet this this time frame. You know, that's the completion date. We can't I can't hold your account open forever. It's going to cost you more contracts is how you prevent. Listen, every time every time um, I would have issues like that, I would go back and update my contract. So it would not happen again. People late with my money, update my contract. People, people, you know, doing this and doing that, update my contract. And I would, I would, I would make sure moving forward that I present that information to them. Had someone willing to invest in the project in a case like that, do they send me a contract or do I send them a contract? How would that look? Listen, um, Larissa, you always want to be the one to send the contract. You always want to control it if it's not prevented, right? I send the contract to Google. Say, this is my contract. You're looking out in the super chat, Fun Film, who approved this message. Fun Film, make sure you approve every message, every three messages. No, I'm messing with you. Uh, what you want to do is, you want, I presented, sent the contract to Google. They were like, okay, 
we're going to have our lawyers look at it. And they sent me back an updated contract. Like, this is what we want. And I'll be like, I'll have my lawyers look at it. Get my one little old guy with his glasses on. Like, all right, Ty, let me see what they got. You sent them six pages. They sent back 26 pages. You know, but it was for a gig and, it, you know, it worked out. They got to protect themselves. The last thing they want is somebody suing Google because, you know, you they'll probably just settle. They'll probably just settle. Tyler is good looking out on the super chat. Um, he said, thanks for giving solid advice. Better than my college professors. A lot of college professors. I'm I'm not going down college professors. When I when I was in school, because I went to school after I was in business, because I had a GI Bill, and I was like, well, like maybe I'm missing something because I was in search for information. Maybe I'm missing something. So I uh, went to school, and my college professor was just. I didn't have one that I can just be like, yo, I need to just I need to just ask you this and talk to you on that. It was bad. It was a bad experience. Um, they had experience with working on sets. Um, they had experience with being a professor, but none just jumped out and did it. Um, is MacBook Pro 16 inch good for video editing? Yes, Michael. It is excellent for video editing. I have a older iMac that I use and I got a 2015 um, MacBook Pro that I'm using now. That's good. But with with um, Apple announcing its own, I don't know how much time you got before you can buy one. I personally, um, I personally, I'm, I'm not going to buy another MacBook for probably one to two years until they switch over to their new silicon, which is their processor instead of Apple. Um, and when they do that, then I'm going to jump on and I'm going to replace everything with laptops, just laptops and docks. That's just, you know, I just like to be mobile like that. Now that you can get four terabytes of solid state internal memory, I'm going to do that. So before we move forward, you know, I got to talk about today's sponsor. Today's sponsor is a really good company. They're, they're a really big company. They own tons of land and property and buildings. And, um, you know, it's a future fortune um, 50 company. That's based out of uh, here in uh, here in uh, you know Dallas, Texas. So stand by for that 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 sponsorship. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or twenty-four-seven in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Watch out for those guys. That's a big company. That company's doing big things right now. You know I'm big on being my own sponsor. You got to own it, man. Own equity. That's one thing I want to talk about in the future is making sure you guys own, own your business, man. Own equity in your company. I don't... Don't 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 give away that equity, man. That's your ownership, right? Take pride in it, own it, build it, make it your baby, and then one day sell it. Sell it for a few million and then go somewhere on the island and you know, drink coconut water or whatever you like to do. So again, so again, we, we covered a few things. One is stock footage. Make sure you're getting stock footage at every every shoot, every single shoot. Even your free shoot, right? Your free shoot you're doing to build your portfolio. You should have 
stock footage that you, uh, you know, stock footage that, that you pull from that shoot. Right. Number two is you should be reaching out to your clients via email. You should be recontacting with them. You should be re reestablishing yourself in their ear all the time. Number three is retargeting. So when you market, make a portion of your marketing budget and retargeting. Good looking out, Smith Media, dope commercial, self-promotional fund. Um, somebody say when you when wait, you're official when you become your own sponsor. Listen, you are your own sponsor. Be that right now. Right? Plug yourself in all the time. Right? I'll offer a three percent discount to put film by Flash Film Media on your credits or something at the end of your video. I will I will offer credits like that. Be your own sponsor. Push your own product. Push your own service. Be that. Right? Right now with your brand, be it. What I used to do is on fo- on photos, I'll give you a small discount and I'll put a black bar at the bottom. And it'll say flat, you know, for more information, go to flashfilmmedia.com. I wouldn't put it on the picture, no watermark, it'll be a black bar at the bottom. Or I would put a little square at the bottom where it's a QR code or something like that. Push your brand. Offer discounts to push your brand. That's, that's you know, people want to, they, they got, you know, the job costs 1200 They only got 1000 If you take that 200 off, I'm going to take that 200 off with the ability to attach my name or whatever to your project. Not a crazy bad watermark on the front that looks terrible and you don't want them. What you want to do is you want to promote your brand. Hey, I'll take 200. I'll take a 20% off. If you guys include me in your next um, email letter, hit, email, email blast that, that goes out. If you maybe put a link to my company on your website, find ways to promote your brand, find ways to, um, to, to, to get your brand in front of their audience. So um, Dante asks, can I talk about questionnaires that, that you have new clients fill out. Yes. So I have a, what's called a media request form. Um, I haven't released it cause it'll be a part of the, uh, it'll be a part of the master course. And it's a media request form that I send out once clients have sent me lead information. So when they come to the website, they got just a real quick lead information. Right. And I usually follow that up with a phone call because I want it. I don't want to be, you know, a lot of people when they, when they're businesses and they're spending money, they want to talk to somebody. They don't want to do all that that talking and typing. However, once I talk to them and I explain to them what they can offer and what we can do, I usually send them a media request form. And a lot of times that media request form is it has um, notes about what we've talked about. And it kind of explain it kind of asks the client or kind of lead the client into the fact that we need more details to be more successful. So I need a little bit of work from you. I don't not a lot, just a little bit. You know, what I'm saying I'll fill out the rest, but it's something that. I usually have and I usually work um, right after I've talked to clients. Every single client um, that come to me, I usually give them a call or somebody from my team usually gives them a call, depending on you know who's working it. But uh, I, I, after that, we go with a heavier media request form. And it's usually with the proposal. So you see the proposal, you know, because I don't want everybody filling one out and they're not, we're not doing business with them. Once they sign the proposal, then we'll go into the flow of the process. But during the proposal and during my phone call, I'm explaining the process. You know, we already passed the lead generation part. I'm calling to get information about your project and I'm really calling to make you have aha moments. I didn't think about that. I didn't think about that and kind of um, confirm or, or reaffirm the fact that by working with us, 
We're going to make you have them aha moments. We're going to ask questions that you may not have thought of because we have experience in doing this. And when they agree to it, we send out a proposal with all the contracts, the pricing and everything. Once they agree to the proposals and pricing, I then send out a media request form. That media request form may change depending on what they clicked on, what they say. Yeah, I want this. Yeah, I want that. You know, teleprompter, this, that and the other, because now the media request form that the section that has teleprompter may say, hey, you know, please. I understand that I will send you the script that I have for the teleprompter on this day, especially if they are going to provide a script um you know they understand and, and then the media request form will have questions on it that i'm gonna be honest with you my i'll get writers from fiverr right i'll take their questions and i'll put it on a media request form so when they answer it i can submit it to my writer he already i already know what he asks because he asked it with every job and i can just send that stuff right over and it's transparent you know so those are things that i usually have on my media request media request form i'm starting a company now um, I've worked in the industry for years. Now I have my own clients and I'm and I'm going through the process of getting the LLC. Do you have any advice on beginning steps? I would say get it online, depending on what state you're in. Definitely want to get your LLC, get your bank account set up. You want to get that that established uh, as soon as possible. No problem. So just something to think about just ways that jobs should continue to pay you on and on and on. Right. So I'm going to go back to the original subject because I want to make sure I drill this in and you because you should be looking long term for this job. And if you don't have business for a month and you've been uploading stock footage and all, like those lows, the, the goal business is, is peaks and valleys, right? It's peaks and valleys. A job gives you a low, you know, baseline, maybe a little bit increase because you get a two dollar raise, a 20 cent raise. Uh, good looking out fun film on an aha moment. Um is the questionnaire part of your packs? No. The questionnaire will only be on the master course. Um, so so a business is just, you know, it's just a baseline. It's just, not business, I'm sorry, a job is just a baseline. Business is peaks and valleys, peaks and valleys, peaks and valleys, right? The goal is to even out those valleys. So the peak ain't, can come, it ain't got to go back down as far, right? Because the, the valleys is going to be, I don't got customers this month. I'm going to pay bills. Oh, ain't nobody calling me. My advertising ain't working, blah, blah, blah. I'm trying to figure it out. This client mad. You, you want to get rid of those valleys, right? To get rid of those valleys, you, you, you have fillers to fill up those valleys. That's what I call them fillers, right? So fillers is stock photos, stock videos. Those are ways to bring in income, right? While your business go up and down. The more fillers you have, the less valleys you have until you or business is just going up. So just to be transparent, right? There's times where flash film Academy is a filler for flash film media. For me, it's just another source, YouTube, ad revenue, whatever it can pay a phone bill. It can cover something while business go up and down, up and down, you know, especially when you have stuff like pandemics or you have whatever There's seasons, right? You may have a season. If you're a wedding photographer, you have a season. You got your valley is probably going to be on the off season. Your peak may be high enough to let you go through that off season. Once you prepare for it and you've been doing it for three, four years, you get, hey, I'm probably not going to shoot a wedding between January and March, depending on where I am. Right. So you need something to fill that out or you need to prepare for it. If you're a teacher, you know that you're off during the summer. They take money out of your tax, out of your check so they can, they, you know, so that they can keep paying um, so that they can keep paying you throughout the summer. 
So definitely something to think about when it comes to peaks and valleys and things that you're trying to do. There's a little more volume for you. So it's definitely something to think about as you're moving forward. And these steps that I'm giving you, are they're great fillers, right? They're great fillers. So make sure that you start to jump on a stock photo video train. You use it. if you. I don't know too many video uh, editors or video production companies that don't use stock footage. I had a client um, about two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Um, they just bought a location in a different state. I think it was like California or something like that. And they wanted to do an intro video, a promo video saying, hey, we're in California now, blah, blah, blah. Well, I'm in Texas. How do I get footage of California? I go get stock footage of all the landmarks and things like that. And I can create the content for them. Easy as pie works. Right. So somebody who just filmed beaches and buildings in California got got a check because I needed footage. So little stuff like that, like your city. You know, now you got to be careful with drones in downtown areas because they are no fly zones. But you can get a lot of stuff from the ground. If you know, a rooftop parking lot, you can go get a lot of footage there. I know people that make a living of just stock photography. They don't want to deal with clients. They don't want to deal with customers. They don't want to deal with nobody. They want to just go around and take pictures and images of stuff that people can use. They upload it and they just they get a check. So something you got to think about as you move forward as an idea. What up, story to record? My school was recording a soccer game on an iPad, Ryan says. Ryan, I've seen it. I've seen, I've seen like not only like like school board meetings recorded on cell phones. It's crazy. It's crazy. Go shoot one for free and watch they find a way to uh watch they find a way to uh to pay you for it. James, he said, Gold Squad in the house. What's up, Gold Squad? Are my Gold Squads, my G Squad, my G Unit. So something to think about as you move forward. Play that long game, man. Don't play that, don't play that one hit game. Play the long game. Think about that stock photography, videography. Think about retargeting to older clients, right? Send those emailers out. Ask your ask clients that you've worked for for referrals. You would be surprised at how many referrals I get compared to me asking for them compared to me not asking for it. Cause you can swear you did the best for a client and you, you know, and that's all good. But when you ask for them, Hey man, do you, do you all have any other comp- companies or clients that you work with or, or, or know that may need content? I got a lot. Like one of my, like one of my biggest jobs came from a referral. One school referred me to an even bigger school and we shot for that college. So, you know, it's a ton of opportunity there, but you have to take advantage of it. You have to work that. Stop thinking, you know, stop thinking this, everything's going to be a one hit wonder. One, you, you don't want to run like that. You want to work with what you got because you're going to get to the point where you have enough clientele to just run off of it. Right. You, you. I am selective about new clients that I take on because I got clientele that I just run off of. I I am okay off that clientele for me to take on more clientele. I have to bring in another person, bring in another person. And that's fine. That's what you want to do. So something to think about as you build it, don't build it on the one. Don't be a one hit wonder. Don't try to get one new job a week, one new job a week. Try to work with the same client multiple times. Is it is it possible to get good commercial footage from a Mavic Mini? I have a Mavic Air. 
and I like it. I think Mavic Mini is HD. You can almost get it get great footage with anything DJI, any DJI drone. You can go back and get a Phantom 3 and take over the game. So something to consider. Play the long game. Think big. Think big with your company, right? Think big. Go to that free client and ask them, you know, the one that you're shooting for for free. Go back to that free client and find out how often do you guys need content? You guys do something for holidays? When do you have sales? Pick their brain. Story to record. Good looking out on the Super Chat. He said, first official story to record gig is scheduled for July 9th. Wouldn't be here without Flash Home Academy. P.S. Consulting with Ty helped more than anything. Story to record. Eli, if you have not listened to the latest podcast where we interview Eli from Story to Record, we talk about how he built his brand, literally from an idea from, hey, I bought a camera. I like this. This is what I want to do to now, as you can see, him booking clients within a 90 day period from from being a member of Flash Room Academy and us doing consulting work and just talking to him and helping him build everything out. Please make sure you go listen to it on the podcast. It's Flash Film Academy's podcast about content and cash. Um, you can find it anywhere you listen to podcasts. It's pretty dope to hear his story because you may look at it and see that you're in a similar situation. You may find yourself in one of the peaks or one of the valleys, and it's important that you realize that, you know, you're, you're doing the right thing, you're on the right path, and, you know, you're doing everything right. In fact, I will post um, the graphics for that. Because this will also be available on that podcast as well. So if you're watching on YouTube, there's the podcast. If you're listening on the podcast, make sure you follow us at Flash Film Academy on YouTube. Eli is, is a great guy. He's he's very active in the Facebook groups. You'll get a chance to go on the Facebook group and talk to him and hear his ideas. And you'll meet a lot of good friends in the Facebook group who want to talk about this every day. Um, would I use a Sony uh a6500 to do corporate work, OTO films. You know what? I'm going to be honest with you. I ran my business for about a year off two Sony A6500s and was both photo and video. You can, yeah, you can follow it on, on Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts, the podcast is available. I ran my, um, I ran my business for about a year off two A6500s and it worked well. Josh says, what did this consultant come with? Consultant is just one-on-one time. When we look at your, because everybody has something different. You're in a different area. You're in a different market. You're in a different niche. You're doing something different. So we have the ability to kind of sit down and talk to you specifically. This is what you need to do specifically. Based off where you're at, what you're doing, your niche, this is what you need to do. And I kind of sit down with you and kind of work it out. Here, the answers are a little more broad because people are different. And I got people from Australia, from the Netherlands, from South Africa. So the information is a little different. And it's kind of for everybody where um, consulting is more like coaching is one on one. And we look at, hey, man, what, what's what, you know, what are you having a problem with? Hey, this is a link to my Google. I'm having this is my website. What's up? And I can kind of look at it and kind of work it out. Um, A6500. Somebody says 30 batteries. I need like 30 batteries. Yes and no. I, I had mine rigged out where I had one V-mount battery and I ran it forever. Plus, it ran cooler and you can get 4K longer by using a dummy battery. that Because that, that battery warms up and it's kind of the part of what causes the A6500 to heat up a little bit and the 4K to go a little crazy. Watching from Kenya. Good looking out, Calvin. Calvin in Kenya. I want to go to Kenya one day. 
I'm going to come check y'all out. I'm going to look for you, bro. Any advice for booty photographers? <laughs> other than put other than put a product in their hand, I got no advice for you. Story to record that he gives you a level of business ideas from experience perspective, advice tailored for your growth. So worth it. Story to record. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna like I'm just gonna give him a camera and he can just like he he can just he is the commercial. No, seriously, in all in all, you know, in all seriousness. Um you know, check out the podcast because it was great. Just, just, just the process, man. You may be somewhere in the process. You may be like, Oh, I'm gonna give up. And just to hear somebody who was there, who was where you were and got over the hump or changed this or made this little tweak. It's just amazing. Or just, you know, maybe just understanding like what, cause sometimes it takes somebody to look at it and be like, what am I doing wrong? Like, what could I fix? Or sometimes you just stuck. Like, I don't understand why people ain't flooding through the gate. What more could I be doing? You know, and sometimes it takes somebody with experience to just look at it and be like, you know, you got to do this. For me, I'm going to be honest with you, right? When I first got in business, I don't know why I was so reluctant to bring in uh, like a mentor. Like I, well, I was like, why I got to pay for a mentor? Like, I, you know, two reasons. One, to show that you're serious about doing it. Two, mentors got other stuff they could be doing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so, and, and I know for me, when I started getting consultants and mentors, my, my business took off. Um, because there were things I just didn't know I didn't know, right? I had, a, I had, I, like, I started off with a portfolio site, like a lot of people have in this industry, and I tell you, don't do portfolio sites. I'm like, yo, I got pictures of presidents. Like, why people ain't calling me? I got pictures of presidents and senators, and you know, I got, I got pictures of the CEO of Avis Group. I got pictures of the CEO of Famous Days Barbecue. I got pictures of m- local mayors, the governor. I got all kind of pictures. Like, why people ain't calling me? And it took a consultant to tell me, like, maybe you got too much. You know, look at your work. It doesn't explain what you do. Your site just got pictures. And pictures alone don't sell. You need some information. You need to, you need to call to action early. So that's, that's where I got my knowledge from. And I started implementing it, and I became kind of a subject matter expert. You know, if you look at websites, I tell you all the time, punch them in the throat, call to action, give them proof. I learned that from a, from a mentor who help fortune 500 companies build their websites. I paid a pretty, a pretty penny to learn that, but I learned it. It's helped me. I got my money back 10 times over. It took me from taking a thousand people to come to my website to get one lead to like 15 people to come to my website to get a lead. And that's a huge difference when it comes to marketing and how far your marketing dollar can go. So sometimes, you know, you need somebody to come in and be like, this ain't right. You need to do this and tweak that. But make sure you check out that podcast. Check out that episode. It's a special episode. And it's not on YouTube anywhere. I wish I had a mentor for my first business. This channel has motivated me to start again. Hey, you got to go for it. You got to go for it. He said, Kenya's cool. Just don't film in the airport. Almost got my camera taken away by the military. Oh, that's not cool. That's why you need one of those little bitty... uh, one of those pocket Osmos you can walk around with. Outside of your website, where would you send clients um, to give you a review where other potential clients who are doing business research it? Google, Google Maps, Google, Google, Google. That's the number. I, I Listen, I'd almost rather take a Google review than a review on my website. 
I like video testimonials for my website, but I want a Google review. That's where you go. That's the number one place right now. What you film with is not that important, right? It's just not that important. I can go get it. I can go get a 5D Mark II right now, and I'd be fine. Probably struggle on audio, but I'd be fine. I can. I can. That is as far back as I want to go. 5D Mark II provides great quality. Anything that came out after the 5D Mark II, cell phone or not, you're doing pretty good. You're doing pretty well. So it's not about the camera. Don't get caught up in the camera. Don't don't let the camera part get you. It, don't get caught up in the camera. Something to think about. So, again, as we move forward, think of ways to bring back old clients. Right? I don't care if you got five clients. If you got 10 clients, you can almost live off 10 clients. Right? Because each client should be doing some type of promotion, some type of video, or some type of photography, if, especially if you're doing product photography every month. Right? Because you can take a picture of this, this one 7-Up can, and then we can do a 4th of July version. Then we can do a Labor Day version. Then we can do a, a Halloween version. So I want you to think about that as you move with your client and think about the products that you offer and how to make them seasonal. Right? Holidays are really just designed to get the economy moving and popping. and You know what I'm saying? Like They have meaning for other things, and that's great. But one of the meanings for a holiday is to stimulate the economy. Look at what Christmas does for some businesses. Some businesses does 70% of their sales for Christmas. Look at what the holiday, the Halloween industry does for candy, for candy sales, right? For costume sales, for makeup and face paint and hairspray. Hairspray, the, you know, the glitter hairspray or color hairspray, that junk don't sell no other time than Halloween. They stock up and they get their money that one time of the year. Look at all the Halloween stores that pop up near you and they sign a three-month lease just for Halloween. So something to think about. All right, APS, I see your question now. What's the best way to turn down low-budget clients? Okay, let me address that for a second because there is there is a great way to do it. Look, at, That's right, Black Friday. Um, so just like when you go to a Mercedes-Benz dealership and you don't have the credit, right? You don't have the credit. You want to, you want to let them down easy and you want to let them down and motivate them to come back when they get it right. So I usually go with something along the lines of, Hey, you know, you may not, you know, you may not be in a position to take, to utilize our services right now, but let me refer you to somebody who may be able to do it within that price range. And once, you know, your business get going and the budget grow, we'd be more than happy to, to help you get content at this level right now. Let me get you somebody at this level that can work within your budget that can at least get you started so your business can start growing and we can get you in a point where I can work with you exclusively. Here goes such and such. And I have a guy I send them to. Plenty of times that guy meet clients and they're like, yo, I can't do what you're asking for, bro. Let me call Ty. Let me, let me refer you to Ty. Ty can do it. So I kind of got a network like that. Um, Devani says, what's a good way to find clients now during the pandemic? One thing I want to stress to you guys, one thing I want to stress, because a lot of people, especially new to the industry, are out looking for clients, right? You don't you don't stand on the corner, you know, with a bucket looking for fish. You go to where the fish are and you let them find you. Right now, clients are looking for photography and videography. They're looking for you, right? Are you where they're looking? 
And it's really simple. I, listen, I challenge you right now, right now, take the lead, take the role of a, of a business owner. Find, go look, go. If you wanted to look for a company to create content, right? Go on Google and look, go take, go find a content creation company right now. Go look for content creators, go look for videographers, go look, tell me if you're there. Cause if your business is not there, you're not getting business. Right. Wherever you think you can go to find a videographer, that's where your business should be listed. If your business is not listed there, you're probably asking, how can I go after? Cl-? You don't go after clients. Clients come get you. You don't not you plumbers aren't knocking on your door. Right. When your pipe bursts, you go where the plumbers at. And you, whether it be Yellow Pages, Google, Facebook, wherever. So we got to get out of the. Let me find clients. Let me find clients. I get a bunch of emails daily from people that's leads, 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 leads. I, I got a certain chunk of time that I spend a day contacting leads, right? There's a reason this is at four. This is at one o'clock and this is not at 11 o'clock. When I wake up, I got a set time and I got a set time that I spend on re- going after leads or returning calls and getting back with leads. So, but I've worked to put my brand in a position where they look. Right. If you want to catch a certain kind of fish, you got to fish at a certain part of the lake. Or those type of fish like to be under the dock or those type of fish like to go way out. Not only do you got to search in a certain location, but you also got to use a certain type of bait. When you fish, you can't just go out there with anything. You can't go out there with what you think fish want to eat. You got to do your research on fish. Right. A lot of people that make lures for a living, they catch a bunch of bass in a net put them in a tank and they test out lures. So when you're shooting, when you're creating that free content for that one or two, for that demo reel, that's what you're doing. You're getting, you're getting a bunch of fish in the tank and you're testing out a lure and you're throwing it in and you're going to see if they're going to bite that lure. Nope. They're not biting that. Let me wheel that out. Let's try a different color. Bloop. And you can literally ask the fish, what do you like to eat? CRP media, good looking on the super chat, just wrapped up with the shoot. Um, The owner was there and talked about video for them uh, at a later time, make that connection. You want to network. You want to make that connection. You want to be there, the go-to guy for content, for content. You want to be their doctor for content. They're going to come to you with a problem. Oh, I want to do this. We want to do that. I prescribed two videos of this. And that's when you know you've developed a relationship with a client, right? When they're not even telling you how many videos they want. They're not even telling you, I, I need a video on. They're literally coming to you like, you know what? We want to bring more people to our fact section or we want to give have we want um, clients to be more educated on the process of the surgery before they enter the building. How can we do that? I'm glad you asked. I prescribe a, a few videos in your fact section and an emailer that will go out to them with a video explaining what's the surgery process. Man, that's a great idea, Ty. How can we go about doing it? Okay, you can give us the bullet points. Here's your media request form. We're going to write up a script. We're going to do a voiceover so that we can offer it in multiple languages because you told me before that this percentage of your client base speaks Spanish. This percentage of your client base speaks French and the rest speak English. So we're going to shoot it in a voiceover. We're going to shoot it with a voiceover so that we can offer the video in multiple languages for your website. Gosh, Ty, how do you come up with this stuff? This is what I do. I'm the subject matter expert in your niche. This is why we're the best. Here's a blank check, Ty. Go buy your go buy a new car. And that's how it works. Go get you a Corvette, Ty. Cool. So 
it's just you gotta you, you gotta build that relationship. You gotta be where they are, right? Mia Smith, good looking out um, on the super chat. Just trying to help answer some questions. Fun, good looking out. You gotta be where they are, man. When I was younger, you know, chasing girls, you can run up on them everywhere and do all that for what? I had a nice car. I'd be outside the club when the club let. I didn't go in the club and try to work the girl. Hey, let me get your number, baby. Let me buy you a drink, hey, baby. Hey, 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 hey. I wasn't that guy. I was the guy leaning outside the Camaro by the door when they walked out. They was when they was laughing at all the guys that bought drinks and did all this, and they look at me like, "Oh," and I'm just leaning like, "What up?" That's what I did. Parking lot pimping. It's a whole song on it. So. You know what I mean? And I, it was more successful than going in and running around a hot club all night buying drinks and let me get your number, baby. Let me dance. No, I wasn't that guy. I was the guy that was clean on the outside. So something to think about. Um, you know, so you want to be where businesses are. And once you develop that relationship, you want to keep growing that relationship. Build that relationship, man. Stay with it. Just like people. Think about it like this, right? You got family members that you have not been in a room with or talked to in a long time, right? Years. However, you still feel a close connection to them because they're on your Facebook and they post pictures of their kids and they post posts and they talk. You still feel connected to them, right? You still feel connected to them. Somebody say Ty is a player from the Himalaya. You got it right. Fun Films say I have a super chat syndrome. Is there a cure for that? Nope. I'm prescribing more, more super chats. So, uh, me and Smith said, you need Jesus. I'm just keeping it real. So you got family members that you feel like you talk to all the time, but you don't. They just post a lot of stuff on Facebook. You just post a lot of stuff on Facebook, right? Businesses will feel like they still have a great relationship with you because you shot a video for them once and you keep sending them emails and you still, you know, you stay in the loop. If you did really real good, they're going to open every email and read it because they feel like, you know, they feel like you still have that bond, that connection. So that's why it's important to continue to work on. Con- you know, people feel like your family feel like they ain't seen you in years. All oh, the babies getting big. Look at the, I seen you doing the, you got the podcast now. I seen the, I ain't talked to people in years. I got friends in the military. I haven't talked to in years. They still, my dog, we still can pick up and, and, you know, because we got the Facebook relationship and I, you know, I seen them do that. I seen them get out. They moved back to Alaska, yada, yada, yada. Still my dogs. But that's how your business should interact with you. You should interact with, with, with other businesses by having emailers and, th- and social media, things like that. Stay in people's mind. Because the moment they're like, we need video, they're going to come back to you. Tie. Boom. I keep a relationship so tight with my clients that they don't even, most of the time, they don't even think flash film media. They think tie, 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 tie. We need to call up tie again. Hey, tie, we got... So it's something to think about. You want to develop that relationship with your clients, right? You got to develop that relationship with your clients because you only need a handful of clients to make a good living, a good living. You know, you get you about 300 good clients. You're going to be living in a house you can't even imagine right now. 300 is, you you can, you can almost do that in a year if you build those relationships. Do I think partnerships is a great idea? I don't. I'm just, I'm stingy like that. I want to own all of the equity in my company. It depends on what type of partnership we're talking about. But that's just me. 
Um, I just I I want to own my own company. I don't want to give away. I don't want to give away partnership for something I'm either too lazy to do or have not taken the time to um, submit it. Like taking the time to outsource it or spend the money to outsource it. You can't be my partner just doing paperwork and stuff like that in the company. I can do that myself, or I can spend the money to outsource it. So that's how you want to grow your company. That's how you grow your company. You got to even out those valleys. You got to even out those valleys. What should I do on my website if we have, if we don't have behind the scenes footage or pictures yet? You should go out and capture it for free as fast as possible. Right now is the perfect time. There's on the course of the five key steps of creating a, a portfolio that converts. I talk about, um, I talk about why you should capture behind the scenes footage and what you should do with it. How do you feel about doing video in real estate industry? I have uh, the gear, but never stepped into the market. The question dream is how do you feel about it? How do you, do you love it? Is it something you want to love to do that you love to do? Or is it something you just feel like you have the gear to do? I got the gear to do all kinds of stuff. I can do adult films if I choose to. It's not my thing. Not from work. You know what I'm saying? So it ain't, it's not about what you had the gear to do. It's about what you love to do. You got to talk to people. Right. And 10 percent of what you're going to do is filming. The other 90 percent is prescribing a, uh, you know, a package, a service for people who need your help. You got to you got to love it. It ain't about what you can shoot. That's why I'm talking niche. I take that out of it. who cares what you can shoot. You know what I'm saying? Like I can go shoot anything. I can go shoot whatever. I got a ton of gear. I got jibs, dollies, track dollies. I got. 14 foot cranes. I got a bunch of stuff, multiple drones. I can go shoot anything. I can shoot a movie, but you got to love what you do because you have to have, you got to talk about it and convince people to pay you to do this. Right. It's only going to happen when they listen, everybody who watched this channel, right? You watch my channel because you know, I love to talk about business. You feel my passion. You feel my love for this. I'm not like, okay, and you want to get a website and with the website, you want to put picture. You wouldn't even, you wouldn't mess with me, right? I talk about this because I love it. I'm, I'm on live way more than most people. I can do it almost every day because I love it. You know I love it. You feel it. You feel it, right? When you go talk about your niche, you you need to be loving it. It needs to be something you love. It needs to be something you want to do on your days off. People are like, what do you do when you're not filming? Filming. What do you do when you're not on YouTube? Thinking about YouTube. <laughs> what do you do when you're not, when you ain't got your camera? I always got my camera. Like, you know what I'm saying? So you need to love whatever niche you have. Don't worry about the equipment. Tie that lighting is on point. Get a channel a whole new look. Yeah, I'm just trying something a little different. Robo tie. I love filming. I'm, I want to. I'm gonna film more movies soon. You know, Albuquerque, New Mexico. I want to get out to New. I want drove through New Mexico once. I love. I love that. That uh, like desert land out there with the mountains. I love it. I want to own some land out there. I don't know why. I just love that. But you you got to be passionate about. You know. Got to be passionate about your niche. You got to love it. You got to talk about it. They got to know you love it, right? When you go, 
just think about it, right? Just think about anything you've purchased, any big purchase you've made. I don't care if it's laying drywall or ceiling fan. If you got somebody like, yeah, we can put the ceiling fan up. You want it over there? Okay. Yeah, we can do that. It's going to be 500 Or you can get a guy that's like, man, this is a great area. Do you know what the ceiling fan is going to do to this area? It's going to suck the air up and move it out, and it's going to be perfect. You can be able to feel a breeze everywhere. That's what I like about ceiling fans because ceiling fans are wonderful because they give a room a unique look, and it's nice laying there looking at the ceiling fan. We installed a ceiling fan once that was pure wood. It had, like, diamonds on it. The owner loved it. It sparkled the room. I think the ceiling fan you pick is going to do that for this room because this is a really good room, and it's perfect for ceiling fans. You know what? We're going to be able to install a ceiling fan. It's going to be about $1,000 so we can do it right. Because I want to make sure we check the cable that run from the outlet. Because a lot of times those cables burn out because a lot of people don't check them when they just add a ceiling fan to a room that's never had a ceiling fan. So we like to make sure that cable is fine. Yo, I'm paying him to do my ceiling fan. He loves doing this. Yeah, he, he doubled the price as the other guy, but that's the guy I want to do my ceiling fan. You know what I'm saying? Media Smith, good looking on the super chat, preaching facts. Find your passion and, and love fun. So that's the guy I want to do my ceiling fan. You see how, like, that's the difference. Yeah, we can fix your car. Brakes, yeah, it's cool. We can do brakes. Brakes, $100. We do them. You want the back done? Yeah, okay. I feel you. They ain't scratching. You don't know if they scratching? You don't know what they doing? Don't worry about it. Whenever you ready you know what I'm saying? Or you want the guys like, hey, welcome to the break shop. Oh, 2008 Cadillac CTS. One of my favorite cars. I got the 3.6 in it, right? Oh, okay. I like those cars. So you're here to get the brakes changed. Perfect. You know, a lot of times, a lot of clients get those brakes. They go with regular brakes instead of ceramic. Ceramic brakes can help reduce your stopping distance. It's much better for that type of car because it's a sportier car. So I kind of, you know, advise that you maybe go ceramic instead of regular brakes. Plus the brake dust get all on the rims and those rims are nice. I don't know if I would want to get brake dust on those rims. You may want to look and getting the back ones done as well because most of your braking power is usually in the front. The back ones wear out and you don't even know. So do you mind if we take a look at them? These type of cars, you know, that's the guy I want working on my car. So your niche and what you talk about Got to be something you love. Got to be something you love. Promo code is for any course or class on Flash Film Academy. It's all about passion. How do you convince clients that you're doing it from the heart? Sometimes they don't get it. Okay, if they don't get it, you got to do a better job personality-wise. Right? You got to do a better job showing enthusiasm. You got to do a better job caring. Sometimes it's going above and beyond what they're asking for, right? Aha moments, making them say, ah, I never thought of that, right? It's just like if you go to Starbucks and you order a coffee, you're like, let me get a coffee with some creamer. And they're like, do you want almond creamer? Are you allergic to dairy by any chance? Because we have almond, we have soy, we have plant-based. We got a few different creamers that really taste good. You probably won't even notice the difference. So if you're allergic to any type of dairy, you may want to consider one of those three. Would you like to try one? Like that shows that they care. Like, why would you even ask me that? Like, like that's dope. Like, how do we even get here? Like, I didn't know that. That shows that you love it. You know what I'm saying? And companies, right? Companies do a great job at writing those scripts into their sales process so that the client can, can think that you're happy about your job. Why do you think McDonald's say, welcome to McDonald's? You don't really need that. 
Why do you think Walmart pay for greeters? Hey, welcome to Walmart. Hey, welcome. Those are things they do to make you feel like they're happy and enthusiastic about you being there. They're not. It's just a part of their customer service to make you feel loved, wanted, and appreciated. To make you feel like these guys at Walmart really want me to spend my money. I like this. Welcome to Walmart. Need any help with anything? Those are things that are built into their sales process to show that they are the subject matter experts and they're happy about their niche. You got to think about that as you build your business, right? I have like culture is big in my business. I don't, I don't have people on my team. that's like, Oh, I have people on my team that love to film. They're like, yes, we filming something today. What are we filming today, Ty? We're going to be uh, in the cave with flying blood sucking bats that may attack us if we point the camera at them. What? We get to film that today? That's what I'm talking about, Ty. You always find them, like, you know what I'm saying? I deal with none of the people. Who, that's the culture I set. I don't like, okay, maybe. I want people that's like, I would have shot it for free. And I'm like, no, 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 I'm going to pay you. I got to make sure we pay you. You got to keep your lights on. That's what you want. So you got to build that culture into your brand. You got to build that culture. And if you love it, it will happen. Um, Media Smith says, what's the saying? People don't care what, what you know until they know that you care. Correct. Remember, story sell, facts tell, right? Got to understand that. Sometimes the story is about you, why you're here, what you love to do. Something to think about. I'm about to shoot my, my own advertising pretty much just for my video website for my electrical company. If you got it, you can do it. I had an idea of leasing a warehouse um, and restructuring the interior into a soundstage then subleasing it to filmmakers. What are your thoughts on this? I feel as though the margin for profit is low. I think space for content creation margin for profit is very low. I think it's very low right now I, because everything is like, come on, like what I'm doing now would have caused, I wouldn't need to go to a studio 20 years ago. It's not the case anymore. Like they're not, they don't even have recording booths. They just got the thing that wrap around now. Have you seen the thing that with the sound panels? You just kind of stick your head in and not, there's not even booths no more. So I, I personally, I'm, I want to get away from brick and mortar as much as humanly possible. That's just me personally. Um, when it comes to websites, I, I like, I like Squarespace. Um, I like Squarespace for me because I can get it designed for cheap. I can get the SEO cheap and it, you will never tell it's a Squarespace unless I told you there's some companies that I've seen where you can tell it's a Wix. You can tell what it is. I have a team of freelancers. Um, and I'm gonna tell you why I like freelancers. And I usually bring on freelancers that are looking to start a business, looking to grow the company because not only like, not only are there, they looking for work, but they're looking to learn as well. And I can help them grow their business. So it's a it's a double double thing for me. Like I'm still gonna pay you what you're worth or whatever I can with the job, but at the same time, I'm still put you on with as much knowledge as I can put you on with. Those are people, those are people who have a passion for it. Yeah, the money is cool, but I'm here to learn. You know what I'm saying? Those are the people you can trust. They they have a passion for it. I don't worry about people stealing business or competition, whatever. I don't worry about that. There's enough money for everybody. 
So I'm not, you know, those are people that love and appreciate you more than just your job right now. If your job called you to go in, you're going to be like, ah, if you loved it, you are there. We talk about money later. So it's just about, you know, it's about getting people that love what they do. How many 60 second videos have I gotten so far from Phil? I'm not sure of that question. But, you know, it's about passion. Got to build that passion. Got to build that passion. Got to build that passion. Got to build what I tell you, the most important tool in your in your camera bag, the most important tool in your camera bag by far is your personality. Period. 50 percent of why you're on my channel is I'm going to say 40 percent of why you're on my channel is because of the knowledge that I share. 60 percent of why you're on my channel is because of how I deliver that knowledge. Right. How I deliver it. That goes on in every aspect of business. Your website can be a have a bunch of pictures, but if you don't deliver it well, meaning you don't package the right information around that content to explain what you do, the workflow, how you can help clients, it doesn't matter. People need to understand how this benefits me. I can just tell you Squarespace. If I don't tell you how it benefits you to go with Squarespace, it's useful information. There's nothing wrong with being thirsty for knowledge. I'm still thirsty for knowledge. I'm still looking to grow and get better. I still have mentors. I still have old teachers back in the military that taught me photography that still shoot, that I follow their Flickr page and their websites to see what they're doing. I still look for knowledge. I still read. I'm still about educating myself as much as I entertain myself or more. If the moment you feel like you know it all, you know nothing. Always, always thirsty for knowledge. And knowledge costs money. You're right. Knowledge costs money. Wisdom is priceless. But I'm always building to learn more and to grow what I have. I'm not done until I'm until I have a billion dollar company, period. And then I want to make 10 billion and I want to get to a trillion and I want to catch Apple. I'm catching. I'm going after Apple. I'm not going after Bob's videography down the street. I'm going after Amazon. I'm going after HBO. I'm going after Netflix. That's what I'm going after. And until I get there, I'm still going to be pushing and learning and growing. So it's just my mindset. It's just what I'm looking for. Let me see. Um, I think I missed a part of your question, Charles. Charles uh, FCPX. You know, um, if you look at my gear list, at Flash from Academy, there's a list of books that I really, really like. Media Smith, good looking out. You see, and that's why you will continue to be successful. Uh, as I grow, I just bring y'all along with me. I just, I, I, I get stuff and I look at what works and what don't. It's a lot of stuff, listen, a lot of stuff I've tried don't work. I've, I didn't scraped elbows and knees and fell and rolled and tumbled and got kicked in the ribs and uppercutted and punched a lot of times in this industry to come to you and be like, nope, that's not a good idea. Nope, don't do that. It happens. Way more than you know. Way more than you know. So, you know, I I, I, I share a lot of those failures with you. Right? That's how I got where I got. I used to show up to, in jobs and regular polo shirts and everybody dressed different. Nope. Clients started looking at me funny. I noticed when I got polos and everybody matched. Oh, I had a client, you know, 
standing in the doorway when I rolled up. We started talking pricing. They wasn't feeling it. That, that same client a year later stood in the doorway and I rolled up in a, in a company van. They was ready to sign that check. I've seen little differences between having my van just white and having it wrapped in the company with the company logo. So just, just a difference in that, right? Kind of like the difference. And I'm using analogies because you get it. You ever, and this is guys and girls, you can use, we'll, we'll give you the girl version in a minute. The guy version is this. You ever roll up on a girl in your car and she like, hey, and then you put rims on that car and she like, hey, and ladies, you, you ever roll up on a guy looking regular and he like, what up? But then you put makeup on or whatever and you boom, bang, pow. He like, hey, what's up? Th those are changes you'll see as you make changes in your business, right? Little tweaks. Customers go from, yeah, okay, to, hey, let's do business. Where can, where do I sign? It get, e it get easier and easier as you build the brand in the right direction. But you got to have that passion. Do I use film still when taking pictures? Not at all. I would love to, though. My, my name, Flash Film Media, came from the fact that we do flash is for photography, film is for video, media. My long-term goal is to be the biggest media company this side of Disney. Correct. I feel you, bro. But you got to own equity from day one. That's what I'm thinking, talking about. I'm starting a video production company that creates commercials and short films. How should I go about making videos that will bring local clients in? By creating an effective portfolio that converts. Got to create a portfolio. Got to be a little tighter on those niches. Right? Got to go down. Got to be a little tighter on what, what service you offer. But you want to create a portfolio that converts. I have my company port, uh, logo on my, on my polo. And I haven't even registered yet. Go for it still. Still rock with it. Still rock with it. With that, we're going to get ready to wrap up. Uh, Cause it's been what an hour and good old hour and twenty two minute live. I hope that you guys were able to learn something from this podcast. I'm gonna ask, oh, this podcast or video. I'm gonna ask that you make sure you like this video, share it with your friends. If you are listening on the podcast, or if you just want to listen to the podcast, please go ahead and rate the podcast on Apple uh, Podcast, Android. Um, real quick question because a question about taxes came up. Get you a bookkeeper. Right. There's certain things that you can spend 30 years trying to learn and you won't be as good as the expert. Get you a bookkeeper, pay somebody to do it. They will keep up with the new laws and taxes and it's all they do. And somebody you can trust and let them do it. I, I you know, let them do it. So. Listen, it's about passion, people. It's about what you love. Right. It's difficult for me to get on here and talk for an hour and a half if I don't if I didn't love this, if I didn't love talking to y'all, if I didn't love answering questions, if I didn't love what I do, and I didn't love the business and I didn't love content and marketing. Now, it would be difficult to do if I didn't love it, regardless if I was good at it or not. If I didn't love it, it would be difficult to do. But I love this. Right. This is what I want to do. So make sure that your niche is something that you love. Marry it. Being a being be in a relationship with it, dedicate your life to it, commit to it. Right. It should be your boo, your bae. Love it. I love what I do. I'm blown away that I can make money doing what I love to do. I get to touch a camera every single day. Can you believe that? Say that to yourself. I get to touch a camera every day. 
I get to touch a camera every day. You know how dope that is? I mean, people want to do that. So think about that. Think about, just think about that. All right, guys, you all have a great rest of your day. Make sure you guys stay safe. Have fun. Thursday, 7 p.m. is our next live. I will see you all there. Be safe. Wear your mask wherever you're at. And I will see you guys in the next video or podcast.